rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast to crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling, I'm feeling life. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year, drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. All right. Let me do my hand rubs like I'm LeBron. We're back with another oh. week, baby. Oh, this model talks, baby. The safe place for keeping it player. We're gonna keep it kosher every time, all the time. It's your boy SL, man. Uh, you know, I'm living, I'm black, I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? It was a great weekend. My ankle's feeling better. You know, I'm back in the game. Did a couple shots yesterday. The jumper's still there, you know what I'm saying? It's, I'm all good, baby. You know, same word. job. You know, uh, you know, I still I still got life in my lungs. I still look good. I got a fresh haircut, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's good around here. How you doing, B? I'm good, man. I got got. I had a haircut. I got paid. Um, stimulus got approved. You know, it was a, it was a good end of the last week. Like last week, we had a good end to it. And it went into the weekend. You know, I got rest. Um, ate good. Seen you with a little 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 uh, crab boil. boil. You know seafood boy. Matter of fact, it was seafood because I had shrimp, scallops, and and crab legs. You know what I'm saying? This shit was like a little money. Put some, buy some crab legs. Listen, that's that's what it seemed like. But you know, um, you know, it was it, it was it actually made sense. So it wasn't like you know I ain't get my stimulus yet, but it made sense because you know just the weekend vibes and it was warm most for the most part. It it stayed in the in the. It got up in the fucking 70s and shit. I'm about to be activated. I'm telling you, boy, when the sun come out, the legs come out. SL is oh, here. You know what? Just being like, I forgot what it feels like. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. we've been like, to really actually be outside, good weather, you're doing well in life, and then you do your drug of choice, mm-hmm. you really, you really like, damn, like, yo, I'm having a good, you be like, damn, this is fun. You know what I'm saying? And I really didn't even like go out and function like that, but I can imagine, you know what I'm saying? Coming soon. It's going to be, it's going to be nice to. I, listen, I didn't say this last week, but you know, me, I'm at the point where I salute to everybody making moves that's traveling, you know what I'm saying? Going to the beach or whatever, get outside the house because um, even though COVID has been, you know, ravaging our community and whatnot, uh, being isolated, being in the house, you know, for 24 hours a day, you know, one hour of play, like you in the bank, it's <laughs> causing depression and anxiety in, in our people. And you know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's leading to suicide rates and, you know, all that, you know, yeah. mental illness stuff, you know what I'm saying? Just being in the house and you're looking at the news and the death counter is rising every fucking day. And understandably, we need to be safe because people are dying uh, of COVID. The people are dying of every other things too, you know what I'm yeah, saying? There's like, going to the hospital because, you know, they say you can only go because of COVID. So, you know, you're not getting the doctor's approval or, you're, you know, you're not doing checkups and things like that. So, 
you know, I appreciate people going outside giving me hope because I'm about I'm about to be activated, baby. That sounds yeah, bad. man. God did not put a spirit of fear in us. Like I understand yeah. being, you know, like that was even when the pandemic first hit. I remember like understanding why or kind of understanding why maybe the government wasn't moving real fast, but that's no excuse. But it's like because people will get hysterical and people will overreact mm-hmm. and people panic. Just like everybody went and bought all that goddamn toilet paper. Chris, yeah, yeah. have you have you been unable to find toilet paper? Yeah, when it first started. When it, was, it first started, okay, but since the city then, was since then, no. Since no. then, since the I mean, first yeah. two months, yeah, toilet I'm paper good. has not been yeah. in short supply. Okay, I got baby wipes, I got toilet, I got everything, right? So you yeah. see how people panic, right? And that's because people are afraid, and obviously, people fear is a natural response when you don't know something. But now that we've kind of understand it more. I think we could we could relax on the fear and just be safe. You know what I'm saying? Keep your distance, wear your mask. But people people been fed up with this, and you know what I'm saying. I, I've been traveling throughout the pandemic, and I did what I was supposed to do. I I I'm six feet apart. I wore my mask when I was walking around places. But you know what I'm saying? I stay in my little area and I enjoy myself. So yeah, it's it's about to. I think everyone should be able to still do that safely. Yeah, I went to. This past weekend, my uh, one of my artists, uh, Sutton, shout out to Sutton. He had his, you know, one of his first shows. Uh, it was good to be outside and hear live music. You forget how live music make you feel, man. Yes. Like, it was just it, he he killed it, you know. By the way, so if you're looking, you know, if you're listening, you know, check him out, uh, Sutton on all, you know, DSPs, and you know, I am Twenty Two Shades of Sutton on his Instagram, whatnot. You know, the R&B singer. You know the man with the voice, but you know it was great to be outside and just uh, hear live music, like I said. And then we was in Greensboro, and it was like they have like the strip of bars and restaurants, like you know all downtown areas. And apparently they were doing um, a it's uh, a leprechaun St. Patty's St. Patty's St. Patty's yeah yeah bro like what the the whites was out this oh the yeah block yeah, yeah. was going crazy like there was no rona you know what i'm saying it was just like you know it was just to see liveliness yeah exciting, you, know, you know, just, know what i'm saying we gotta still we gotta keep living and obviously you know people are more reckless than others i'm not trying to be in a packed nightclub yeah you know what i'm saying but you know functioning outdoors like i said that's why the weather breaking the weather getting warm it provides for you to kind of do things safer we can eat outdoors we can listen to music outdoors you know what I'm saying? So the winter kind of had us locked down, but if it, it's like enjoying life and being young, like we still got youth. We, we want to move around and, and, you know, break a sweat. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, man. Yeah, man. You know, it was good. You know, the leg was out. You know, I got this leg leg sleeve for nothing. You know Talk saying? to them. Talk you to know, them. My legs is out. Or bitches gonna like excuse me. Shorts above the knees. Shorts above the knees. I understand. I understand you're an an engaged man. Yeah. But what does the leg sleeve? What does the leg tattoos do? What is the reaction you get from the people? The people look. I got a nice little sleeve, so the people. The people look. Okay. They they looking at me. I'm wearing ankle. I'm wearing ankle socks now. You know what I'm saying with my shoes. Give them nice little forces. With some ankle uh, ankle socks, show the whole sleeve. People asking, they say, "Oh, that's hard." I'm like, "Yeah, you know." You know yeah, it's hard. You know what I'm <laughs> you know what's <laughs> Okay, yeah, man. Cause it's it's good to get a good reaction from people. 
you know? Yeah. It's always good. Mm-hmm. Well, Summertime's here. here, baby. So, you know. Nah, I'm spring, not- nigga, because my boy. allergies, my allergies been fucking with me. Well, spring's here. That's the, I think the mask will work even better for you now with the spring. You know what I'm saying? That's what I found out this weekend because I was riding, I was driving. You know, you want to put the window down, but then you yeah. know that that pollen and that dust come in, and nigga, I'm in. The, I'm I'm driving, sneezing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's not safe. So I was like, damn, the whole time this is a good time to wear the mask because it'll block all that shit from getting in your nose and in your yeah. throat. Pause. But uh, yeah, man, the weather is getting warm. You know, people still, it's not, it's still pneumonia weather because it's getting cold. Like it was, it was, it didn't get above 50 today. So mm. we right back go in outside, there. Go outside and uh, see what the weather is. Don't trust And you. look, I'm looking at the forecast right now. Let's talk, let's say it might snow at 1 a.m. today. That's crazy. Yes. That's crazy. But yes, everybody's our still. People, our people thrive in the sun. That's why we're the melanated, you know, the sun people of the sun. So we gotta get sun to thrive. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to, Which, you know, the people. You know what's people, funny? People of powers that be are trying to fuck up the sun. That's what it's trying to do. The powers that be. But you know what? It's it's so I was who was I listening to talk about it? So you know we the melanin people, right? That's because our people come from places that are closer to the equator. Yes. So that we don't need to absorb. But it made it different. It was like the melanin stops the absorption of the sun. Or we don't need to absorb as much. I thought it attracts heat, but I don't know about the sun. Whatever. So we are, that's why we have melanin because we were from places that's close to the equator. The white people who are up in the mountains further away from the equator, they need, they, they don't, they don't have, they have less melanin because they need more sun, more vitamin D. So they can't, they don't block it as much. That's why when they're out in the sun too long, they're absorbing so much of it, it, it makes them, you know, get skin cancer or burn or things like that, right? Uh-huh. And it was like, he, the dude that was describing it kind of made it seem like black people need to be in the sun longer to absorb as much as people with fairer skin. And I was like, that's true, right? I, in that logic, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, but like, just whatever. He was just talking about, because vitamin D is a necessity. Like, we need sunlight, because vitamin, vitamin D, that's one of the places you get it. It's from the sun. Mm-hmm. So as humans, we need it. That's what I think we were talking about depression and people committing suicide, which we talked about earlier, is just because they're inside all the time. You don't go outdoors. You don't get that sunlight that you need, that your body needs. You know what I'm saying? So that's just the moral. I, I don't really care about the white people getting more sun quicker or whatever. But yeah. Struggles of being a white man. A white woman. Yeah, man. You, know. uh, you got something to keep it funky with this week? Uh yeah, I wanna I wanna keep it funky about a post, a meme that I it's not a meme, it was a post, a little a little word post I seen. And it said, You are too good to be someone's secret or second option. And when I was and I read that and I was like, Are you really too good to be someone's second option or someone's secret? And it really comes from, I think. And this was a post about a woman. And I think women get caught up on being number one. There's a lot of emphasis, I feel, for women to be number one in a man's life. And I feel like they're getting caught up in it like Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights. He's like, either you're first or you're last. No. If you're first, you, you could be number two. You could be number three. You could be number four. You could be a secret. You could not even be getting ranked. 
know what I'm saying? And then I started, so I had saw this post and I asked my coworkers, I was like, yo, is your man number one in your life? Like, is he number one? And she was like, no, my kids are number one. No, first, no, first she said God. She said God's number one. I was like, okay. And I was like, who's number two? You? She's like, no, my kids. And I was like, okay. And then who's number three? You? She's like, yeah, I'm probably number three. And I was like, okay, then your man, your man number four. I was like, so four. your man not even number one in your life. Then I was like, well, who's number one in his life? Are you number one in his life? He's like, no, God is. I was like, God. All right, I was like, let's take God off of it. God is above the list. Yeah, God's automatic. God's above the list. We could do this. So number one is the kids. So I'm like, if you got kids, your partner not even number one. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. If you put your boyfriend or your girlfriend over your kids, I think a lot of people will have something to say about that. Yeah. yeah. But then, so that, that's addressing that part of it. Then another part of it is like, maybe you're just not number one material. Like, we got to be real with ourselves. Maybe you are a secret for a reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe that man has a lot of options and you happen to be number two. Yeah. You know why I and love it, sports? You know why I love sports? Ahead. Sports are sports are great. Uh, great for great as an analogy for all situations. Mm-hmm. So how many players think they're a number one option? A lot. A lot. Most of when, them like think I'm when yeah. you, Sometimes when you actually get on the court, you might not be as good as that number, the real number one option. The real you one. Number, you was number one in high school, but you met a on that team you got, it was a real big step. So you yeah. might be number one around, you know, your circle of friends, but with your significant other, there might be some big, real big steppers in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I think about, you thought you talking about sports, the NFL, they got wide receiver one, yeah. wide receiver two, running back one, running back two, QB one, QB two, there's back every, there's, and the backup position is a very, very important position. It's an important position. But now I don't want to get caught up in that. But then even deeper than that, a lot of these we're still talking about because it's a woman who made this post. A lot of women, they want to be number one in man's life, but the man that they want and the man who I, I feel like a, the man who gets the most praise from women is a successful man. Yeah. A man who who has been whatever field he's chosen, he has excelled to be in the top of it. So mm-hmm. now for a lot of men, number one after God is their job. And all those, and they, and especially if you've been go, if you went to school for years to study something, or you have a trade or a craft that you dedicated a lot of your life to, you put more and more time into that than you do into your relationship, for better or worse. Yep. And the fruits from you choosing to put your profession or whatever your field is first is often money, access, privilege, things like that, cars, clothes, da 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 da, and. Women, some women can benefit from those things. Some women benefit from those things. So he may not, you may not be his number one, but you get to take advantage of all of the fruits of his hard work and him putting his profession first. Mm-hmm. So I really like being the number one. I feel like it has a lot of a lot of prestige and a lot of people. If I'm not number one, I don't want. If he don't put me first, babe, you might want to be number two. It might be advantageous to be number two. Yeah, yeah, because like you said, um, people want to hustle, right? You know, a lot of a lot of women they want to hustle. A man with money, a man that has a career, a man that does, you know, he's financially secure. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you obtain a lot of those things by dedicating your time and your 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 you know your energy 
and your mm -hmm. intellect and your spirit to doing that, to get into those positions where you can, you know, financially take care of yourself and others and things like that. And you're gonna spend, mm -hmm. you're gonna, there's gonna be a lot of long nights that you're not mm -hmm. gonna be able, to, or days where you don't spend a lot of time with your significant other. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, especially the entrepreneurs. You know what I'm saying? Like people that work nine to fives and then they have a side business or people that really are just entrepreneurs and have their own business. You know, you know how much time they spend building their business, trying to make a profit? Probably 22 hours a day. You know what I'm saying? They probably- Most of the day. Ain't no energy left over after that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and then you want him to, you know, you want that person. And this goes vice versa. A man could want his attention from his woman, but his woman grinding, getting the bag. So like- you got to understand, you got to play your role. So you might not be number one, but you could play a strong number two. You know, yeah. you know what a strong number two is? A, a complimentary player. They yeah. can, you know, in those situations where the your wife or your husband who is, you know, they're having a bad day as a number one. The job, the number one, the job is giving a bad day. They had a tough day at the job, you know what I'm saying? Be complimentary and provide assistance in other ways I can help them. Yeah. And, you know. You know make everything work together and let's be honest number two there's no wrong number two and let's be honest a person that's putting a, another person as number one priority in their life not many people want to be with that person that seems annoying the person that's putting you first and foremost in their life now i'm not i'm and this is in or outside of marriage matter of fact because i was just watching them i am athlete brandon uh brandon marshall Shannon Crowder, uh, Chad Ochocinco, and they had their their wives and their girlfriends on the show, and the wives and girlfriends trying to say like, look, when we were when when we were married to you guys, we get the least of you. Yeah. And matter of fact, um, I'm I'm gonna remember the the girl, the lady's name was Professor. That had a conversation with James Baldwin back in the day, but she said the same thing. Men go out to work and they they fake it for everybody else. They 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 put give they smile in the bar like she was talking about racism. Um. You smile in the boss face, you, you do that. But then when you come home, you don't smile for me. You don't, you don't put the fake persona right. on for me like you do for the, for the world. And then the athletes, they were talking about, you go out there every day, and you, you, you grind, you work, and you put all the energy in that, but you come home and you don't got nothing left for me. And, and then they asked the question like, well, Chad, Chad Johnson asked the question like, well, listen, do you think if you would have flipped it and been that guy that gave that same energy to her, your wife, your mate, as you did your job, you think you would have been as successful at your job as you were. And now these were pro bowl players and made millions, millions of dollars. So this is an, an extreme example, but this is an right. example. Nonetheless. They made millions of dollars and were at the top of their field. And, and half of them was like, you know what? I don't think I would have been as good as a player if I didn't dedicate all the time I did to being a player. To, yeah. to, I'm talking about an athlete. If I would have, if I would have split it with you and that, I would have been a middle of the pack player, didn't make any Pro Bowls, probably wouldn't have made as much money. So it's like, what do you want? You yeah. feel me? Do you want to be number one and live a lesser lifestyle? Because you can get that all day. Listen, there are great men out here that are managers of CVSs, that are, that are, that are, you know what I'm saying? That are and I'm not trying to belittle no career that are, that are HVAC technique uh, yeah. technicians that are whatever. And they can, and you know what they can do? They can go to work, punch a clock, give that energy to the job and come home and be a great family man, be a loving partner and give you more, 10 times more energy they did to that fucking job. But mm -hmm. this is not the man that we are getting 
fucking flooded with every day. Like, oh no, successful, successful, successful. Yeah, yeah. Vacation homes, duh, vacation. Duh, duh, duh. They don't, they don't know that that vacation that that man taking, that taking these women on. That's probably the only quality time they got together that month. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Hey. Outside of me coming home and humping on you and getting in the shower and going to sleep, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there is a trade-off to this. Yeah. There yeah, is a trade, like, and this and a secret. Don't nobody want to be a secret, but you need to be a secret because I don't want nobody to know. I'm fucking like, listen, it's okay to 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 oh, what's the word um, overachieve in your relationship life. Hey, sometimes you fucking somebody, you be like, yo, I don't know how I'm fucking this job, but I'm yeah. doing it. Yeah. Shit, you need to be the secret. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there, it's it's just so many ways to look at it, but that post comes because it's like, bro, that you so caught up on being number one. Number one, it's a lot of shit that come with being number one. Oh, yeah. And don't nobody always want to put in that work to be a number one. Listen, I, I told you my coworker said, her children and God and herself come before her nigga, so he ain't number one. So how do you expect someone to put you number one when most women, and this is a, this is a, I work at a, I work at a, a corporation. So this is someone that works inside a corporation. If she not even putting her man number one, how can you expect a man to make you his number one? Yeah, I think the problem is people really you need to get off social media, social media, and talk to real people. Like you had a real conversation about someone who gave you a real answer. Like so, social media, everybody like it's like it's too much cap in the rap on social media. Like, That's exactly what it is, man. You talk to like real adults and like real people because they have real answers. And I'm pretty sure, like, what you're saying, you're just doing it for, like, I just don't think people really, really think. It sounds, that's, you said it. It's, it sounds like that's what a woman's supposed to say. It sounds like that's what a nigga's supposed to say. If I'm not number one, don't even, don't even fuck with yeah. me. That, it sounds good, but guess what? That's not reality. Somebody without life experience, bro. If somebody with a warped sense of the world. Because whole time, the first, the first law of, uh, uh, first Whatever, first of all, nature is self-preservation. So really, yeah. I'm number one. I'm number one. Yeah. You feel me? And then my dreams and my goals and my aspirations. And then you yeah. should, it's two. But yeah. people don't want to say that. People want to say, oh, I love you more than I love myself. Uh, Sorry. I love mm. me a lot. I love I love my family too. But I don't know if I love you more than I love myself. See, that's that. I feel like that's, that's toxic. It is toxic. You, feel you don't me? love nobody more than yourself, man. Like, I know what you say. I know, I know that's the, the sexy. Another person. thing that sounds good. Yeah, you shouldn't love nobody more than yourself, unless like they birthed all your children or some shit. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like, and there, there's there's a hierarchy to the shit, but it's just listen. Shorty saw that post, and I know she was like, "Yep, I ain't gonna be nobody's secret. Yeah. I ain't gonna be nobody number two. I'm gonna be number one. No, baby, you don't even know." Most people are secrets until they decide to, to make somebody not their secret. Like, that's what the talking phase is about. You don't just start blasting people that you talk to or like dating. And you know what? I want to shit on the page that posted that joint. Not shit on, but I want to happy now quotes. At happy now quotes. Sounds like it. That sounds about right. I don't want to be no one's secret. Shit. Are you getting abused? Are you getting used up till you can't got no more? Listen, man, be number two and, and, and keep your peace. Goddamn. And thrive. And thrive. A lot of Shit. number two's got championships. It, the only problem with that is you you being number two, but then you make someone your number one. Yes, that's unhealthy. If you someone number two, you they need to be your number two. Facts. And you need to put something else before them. Facts. 
And, you know, I want to actually, you got, you got my mind right. Uh, and no, but the, the part of you, before you go ahead, it says you're too good to be someone's secret. You don't know this person that you, that these, these 8,000 people that like this, this post, most of them aren't good enough. Yeah. Let's just be blunt. Listen, that's why I love sports, man. A lot of people, a lot of people play basketball. A lot of people aren't good enough. I'm not good enough to be in the NBA, Chris. I, I was can watching, say that. Listen, listen. Love my one of my favorite shows, Last Chance You. They have a basketball season this season. It just came out. So check mm-hmm. last, uh, uh, you know, JC College in uh, in LA. But the coach, he he was saying, um, like the NCAA has about 1,700 scholarships to give out a year. Oh, NCAA, right? But there's like. Like I don't know how many basketball players, like five thousand basketball players, and you know per graduating class or whatever. Then you encompass JC transfers and military people. They don't got enough for everybody to get a scholarship, bro. Sometimes you're just not good enough. You might be good at the rec league. You might not just be good enough to be that that number one, or not be a secret. It's okay. You need self awareness. You know what? Be the best kept secret. If you're gonna yeah. be the secret, <laughs> and you might get, you might, you might be a walk on. I guess a, a scholarship. But we yeah, man, stories. we love those stories. We love those. Everybody loves the underdog. But like my man Dom, Uncle Dom, Dom, Dom Fountain, as Michael always says, it's like I feel like men, in a lot of ways, they get hit with reality more than women do. Get hit at, get hit with reality before women do. We kind of got to look at ourselves and understand where we lie in the landscape of the world when a lot of women's fairy tales and fantasies continue to be fed, probably for to manipulate them, (laughs) to be honest. But nonetheless, a lot of these fantasies get fed. You feel me? And and next thing you know, you're talking to a a 37-year-old woman, and she's out here quoting that page, talking about, I can't be number... I'm not number one. I won't be nothing if I'm not number one. You know what I'm saying? And listen, I'm I'm not being hard on women. Obviously, we know there's equivalence for men in the same way. Listen, I'm an equal opportunity. Everybody gonna get it. But that reality sets in about where you fall in in the in the in the world socially. You know what I'm saying? And you you can either accept it and push yourself to be better, but you know what I'm saying? Just understand, man. A lot of shit come with that number one, man. People really don't. You know what I'm saying? People really don't know, bro. It's sad. Like, Kobe Bryant would tell you all the sacrifice. Kobe Bryant never went to the fucking club, and he was a number, and he was a fucking first-round draft pick, 19 years old in L.A. That nigga never party. You think you just become Kobe and don't... That nigga sacrificed so much. Yeah. And I, and we see, that's why sports is the best analogy, because you can, you can see it. The work you put in is what you get out. That nigga... People would be like, yo, they try to tell Kobe... Kobe, where you going? He's like, no, I'm going to the gym. He's like, man, it's 2 a.m. 2 a.m. He's like, no, I'm going to the gym. Like, nigga. That's what everybody else that came through the league is just came through the league. And Kobe Bryant is Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And that's why he, you know what I'm saying? That's why he's one of the best Lakers of all time. One that's of players. the best Lakers. You know what I'm saying? That's players. People don't want to do Listen, I, I'm real with myself. There's a lot of things that I could sacrifice that I just haven't. And I know that's the reason. I'm not looking outside myself for why I'm not where I'm where I'm yeah. at, where, I'm, where I want to be or where I could be. I'm looking at myself like, nigga, you didn't study. Nigga, you never opened the book. Yeah. You feel me? You, you haven't filed the forms. You didn't do the research. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But people see that post and it make them feel warm. Oh, I, I'm, I'm too good. No, you're not good. You're not mm. good. 
You're not. If you were good, you would be in the position. Okay. Right. Now, obviously, there's areas, and there's always uh, we, we we there's a margin of error in life, and we know people don't always get what they deserve. But for the most part, you earn what you get. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, man. You're right. You know, um, you're not number one, bitch. And speaking of, I I, I want to continue. You know, I don't slander women that often here, but I want to, you know, I want to slander women this this time. Uh, I want to. You got you gave me the energy. I want to keep it. So, I'm starting to think that, you know, women are way more hornier than we are. So, so, so you know, we've been we we're, we're vocal about you know, niggas being down bad and being too horny on social media. But you know, mm-hmm. women aren't getting, aren't keeping the same energy with themselves, especially with these, uh, these, uh, these, uh, you know, actors. You know, you know, you seen the post. Tell me they, more. Tell me more. Well, you know, recently I saw a post where they were talking about. Uh, do you guys remember when Trevante Rose and Kofi Cerebro both dropped out of the sky in 2016, and they have the pictures of both these men, and then mm. under this, under the thread, it's just a bunch of filth. I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing uh, Niff's trains. They're good for that one. Double penetrations. Uh, You know, I ain't been the same since. That's a a man gargling a dick. Um, They're just saying choo-choo. They're just talking about having kids on their face. Um, You know. Wow. Mm, it's mm, but you know what? Okay, I have a question for you, right? Yeah. Valid point. How much of this is capped, though? How much of this do you think is there cap? I know it's capped, but I just say like the, the comments okay. is horny. Because you know what? I'm the type of nigga, right? I'm 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 I'm, I'm the type of nigga like if you say some shit like that, I'm gonna challenge you to actually be about that shit. That's the thing about yeah. the internet. A lot of people yeah. say they put all these choo-choo trains, but if them two niggas was in front of them with their dicks out, they would probably mm-hmm. be like. Oh, I'm just not ready for this. You, I got, I got, four, I got four pages of tweets. <laughs> and you know, you? now they're now now they're feening on my man, uh, Domson Idris from Snowfall. Us. Uh, oh yeah, the, I seen the love for him has been growing. Yeah, so you know, it's just like, oh, this is crazy. Like you know, in this in the Me Too era where we're talking about you know controlling our men controlling a horny and not being a scumbag and a nasty mm-hmm. person and they're not keeping the same energy how, listen how, do you, how, how does Trevante rose feel what does he feel what if he feels like oh they don't care about what he, he feels as a sexual object and he's not they don't to be care a real about actor. what he feels just like the, they don't there is no that's a double standard that goes in a woman's favor we always yeah. talk about double standards they yeah. can say and do and touch and they can grab a nigga dick they can lick a nigga Listen, all the me, all the me is talking about, I want to go to pound town and put in it. Listen, that is a double standard. Women can be as vulgar, as nasty, as filthy as they want to be. And you know what we got to do? Just take it. Back it up. And you want to roll I've been story? sexually assaulted too, Chris. Me too. You, you know think I could go to the cop? A real life story. So, you know, uh, you know, the good Richmond brother, uh, D'Angelo, mm-hmm. after the How Does It Feel video. He tried, he had a show somewhere. I can't remember, he had a show somewhere. And the women, they were just screaming at him to take his shirt off. He didn't like that. Mm-hmm. He's an actual artist, a talent and a singer, but all you care about him is, 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 is uh, you know, sexualizing that man. He, he didn't like that. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it just brings me back to that time. Like, oh, well, if a man told a, you know, Cardi B or, you know, Megan, when they come on stage, bitch, turn around, turn around, shake your ass. I don't want to hear you rap. It's it's a World War Three. Yeah, bitch. They're like, hey, shut up. Turn around. Yeah. I want to see your ass. But nah, I, mean, I will say... I will say this though: when they be thirsting, they be they don't hold back, brother. I'm talking about. I seen shit like insert here, yeah. <laughs> like, like so the train jokes. I be like, they be just ready for the trains for people. I'm like, damn. Listen, you brought up a good point, man. If them two niggas was there with a dick, their dicks out. Like, so what's up? Are you really about that train life? But see, that's when you like in great. You say all the time, keeping the same energy is very hard, and now. Uh, I I I do not thirst over women on the internet. It's just something I don't do. I've cho- I've done it before in the past, and it's just um I figured out my energy is better directed in other ways. You know what I'm saying? I do not outwardly just thirst and, and make posts about sexualizing women and things of that nature. It doesn't make me better than these women. Cause I do it, because I might do it in my head all day long. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? I just choose not to post it. But um that is for sure a double standard where Jones just like, yo, they can say whatever. It'd be nasty. It'd be filthy. Filthy. It's a, it's a woman of God. They, oh, listen! They'll have a they'll have a scripture in their bio if you go to their page. <laughs> it'd be it'd be like you know what I'm saying a, a very pro woman scripture in that job. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I I think they're they're a little bit more nastier than men are. Like our our oh. nasty our nasty is uh is dated. It's dated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like. Who are the nasty men being nasty with, right? Because yeah. it takes two to tango, two consensual. Yeah. Now we're going we're not gonna talk about all the non-consensual things. Let's talk about consensual nasty, right? Mm. For all the nasty men there are in the world, there is a match. There is a uh, there is a, a a nasty mate, a nasty friend that 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 there is linking up with these people and doing nasty things. I think it's two to one, two to one women and men. Nasty. Oh, it's up there. It's up there. Niggas and. And not in terms of like the amount of oh, it is the amount of women, but just like real life women, when you unlock their nastiness, they turn out a lot of niggas. Oh yeah, for sure. There's only a few niggas that are like, I feel like like if you want to at the ratio of freak freaked out, there are more freaked yeah. out women than there is men. But think about this. What if niggas didn't shame women for being hoes ever in history? Like if, what if like there was a world where there was no such thing as hoe shaming? Right or slut shaming, slut shaming. Imagine how, imagine how many STDs. (laughs) It would be so many exchanges of bodily fluids, and to speak to Twitter like nine times, eight times out of ten, if there's something of a a erotic nature or explicit nature on my timeline, it is a woman who liked it or retweeted it. Mm -hmm. Eighty percent of the time. I'm not even, I'm not going to, I'm talking about straight up pornography or, or just, it's a woman. You know what I'm saying? And maybe, maybe I'm just biased in my vision, but I'm agree with you on that, man. I'm Mm -hmm. with you. Now, if everybody was freaked out, there was no slush shaming. I think there would be, the world would be crazy in terms of like, there'd be a lot of happiness in this world, bro. I promise you. Yeah, man. Everybody would get, everybody would be getting fucked. If everybody was getting fucked, there would be no school shootings. Yeah, yeah. But see, then there goes in that hierarchy because some people are going to get denied uh, entry into the fuck party. You feel me? 
some people are not gonna the people that have standards and people have preferences and a lot of people are gonna feel left out they're like oh yeah it's a freak train and they're gonna be like niggas gonna be like you can't get on and niggas are gonna feel some type of way about that yeah of course i mean uh you know when uh it's always like <laughs> when you're the ugly friend you know what i'm saying like <laughs> You, you, shorty, shorty, say come through you and your friend. Yo, listen, oh, I'm gonna tell some of the saddest. I didn't heard some sad ass stories from an ugly friend, man. Some sad, sad stories. It's tough, bro. I didn't heard a girl say, like, all her friends would go out, and she literally was like, "I just want a guy to come up and talk to me." Like, <laughs> I just like, it's like, cause all her friends is getting, you know, like nighttime. Every all, you know, girls, niggas is not holding back from pulling up on good looking jumps. But like yeah. most that are like, and it's it's different when like you know you the duck friend. Yeah. Like when you know that all your other friends look good or got body or or popular, and you are just like the odd all ball jump. I remember it hurt my heart when I heard she's like, yeah, my friend. She's like, she just be sitting there all night and nobody will come rap to her. And I'm like, damn, damn. <laughs> It's, I'm like, shit, I don't even, there's no solution. I don't even know what to, like, normally I have a solution to that. Yeah. But it's like, in that moment, I don't even know what to tell you. Like, go home? I mean, like. Well, you should have pulled up. She, she was ugly. Like, what do you, like, <laughs> I, like, I don't even know what to tell you. And like, like, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a mean person. I definitely have conversation. But you know it's different when someone's just having a conversation with you and when someone's yes. flirting, chatting with you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? She wanted that flirt chat attention and she was just not getting it. And to be subjective, be honest with you, she had a, she had a, a different kind of face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? That's when, you know, I'm going to speak to the spiritual side of me. That's when there are other spaces that you will feel fully accepted and engaged. The bar and the club is not the, some people get a lot of validation from going out and living the nightlife. Going yeah. to call, just like pretty girls getting in the club for free or getting free drinks and something like that. And some women don't get that. But there are other spaces where you where you are the most valuable person there. And you can feel that energy other places. But if you try, it's like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. It's just that's not the space where you're gonna get that validation. So yeah. if you you could she could go out 25 nights a week and then She's she's always gonna be the last, not always, but she and she could be the last. I mean, let's do he now. I don't like I feel I feel really bad about just coming at women like that. Dudes, right? He'd be like, man, I'm always hollering at jumps and no none of these jumps ever bite. Man, I don't get no phone numbers. I go out every night, I smell good, did it, but I'm just because he's facially challenged. And he's bodily challenged. He just he don't got no game, he don't talk to the, he just can't do it. He could go out 25 nights a week and, and they get no bitches every night. It's gonna weigh down on him. And I would just tell him, bro, you gotta focus that energy that you're putting into going out somewhere else and you're gonna get sucked. You know what I'm saying? Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos. Do you think these niggas is killing in the clubs? No, no. No. And let's think about black people now. Who what's a what's a black tech person? Do we have any? There's probably so many. We're gonna find some black tech people and I'm gonna bring them back on the show. And highlights yeah. some black tech people. But I'm just saying, there's there's different avenues for people. So don't get caught up on that. But being an ugly friend is is a very humbling experience. You know what I'm it's saying? I remember worse, it's even worse. It's, it's even worse when you, uh, your friend sets up sets something up, like the two on two. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you get the two on two popping or whatever. And like, you know, your man saying, I got a friend, you got a friend, yeah. And then you get there. That's the, that's the worst validation. Because yeah, that's a risk. See, we got too much technology for that to happen. Send a picture and avoid and waste avoid wasting your time. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm, the ugly friend. That's instant validation that you're ugly because now you can't go nowhere. You gotta so. sit in your ugly. You gotta just sit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you pissed your pants and you can't and you ain't got no ride home. You gotta just wait till it dry. Like it's just. And your man mm-hmm. out here cracking and you just looking at each other. That's. The and like I said, people compensate in other ways. Like if you're not the most handsome or the tallest guy, you could be the well, the best dressed, or the the best smelling, or the most intriguing, the funniest, the kind. You know what I'm saying? But if you just put all your eggs in the good looking basket and you ain't got no looks, you're gonna be you gonna have a sad existence. Shout to it's it's Shout deeper to than rap. It's deeper. It's than deeper than rap. Shout out to other people out there, man. That's why I thank God for not giving me a micro penis and not and not making me like fugly. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know if I could handle that. You feel me? God really puts God don't put more on you than you can bear. Yeah. Speaking of that, this is this is a weird conversation, a weird segue. I saw a tweet where a woman was like, yo, for real, six inches is really big. Like she had a she had a she <laughs> I seen it on the tape measure. I was like, well. It was like, nigga, we've been trying to tell you. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. I remember, right? This goes back to my adolescent, like pre before I even had sex stories. Like, I had homies and like, I had homies that would try to like take like dick growing dick pills and all this type yeah. of shit. Yeah. And I and I always and I remember when it clicked to me, I was like, listen, yes, women like big dicks, right? Yes, it's 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 fine. Just like women like, but guess what? If you know what you're doing with what you have. You will be, be okay right. if you right. if you know how to turn her on. You know how to put a con. Listen, if you start fumbling with your shit and you're not smooth, then that's when it's, it's gonna highlight. Oh damn, this nigga ain't even got nothing. But if you if you if you could kiss her in the right spots, get her wet, do 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 do, undress her nice. Remember, remember it was a big thing to unhook the bra. Yeah, it was like damn, I, I gotta know how to unhook the bra. If you can do everything well, she's not gonna be stuck on your penis. Be like, yo, listen, this shit wasn't big, but that nigga ate my pussy good. He stroked me good. He lasted long. And then afterwards, he had snacks in the crib. Like, <laughs> you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he took me home. Like, so, but that, I seen that tweet and that shit was, so, I was like. I was reading them. I was reading the comment. I was like, well, I mean, that is a big, that's, 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 that's pretty long. Six inches is pretty long. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if you look at it at a ruler size. So I don't know where yeah. she was counting like the base. But see, that's like, why that's why the the girth is what really matters. Yeah. The length is cool, but you, if you got length and no girth, you still losing the game. If you if you don't got a lot, you got to have a nice girth where she could. You know what I'm saying? You know that's, that's why I know like, bitch. That's why I know bitch should be capping on me like I need a ten incher. I'm like, no, you don't. Listen, the, the exactly. It's it's, it's, it's it's just like all the all that cap that's under them tweets talking about choo choo all of that. Yeah. I, I remember, I feel like it was a time in my life where I realized like, bro, God bless you. You are as God made me, right? And I can handle, I can handle it. He, I'm in, I can handle whatever this is me. <laughs> yeah. And I can do it and I can win with this package. You feel me? I can win. Yeah. You feel me? And and not thinking about being like, you're saying everybody won't be number one, but shit. I have a, I have a quote. It's like everybody, every, every man wishes he was bigger. 
except the man that wishes he was smaller. Mm. So guess what? Say you say you got it. You got the 14 inch dick. But guess what? You ain't fucking as many niggas as funny fucking as many bitches as nigga with the eight inch. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. cause that's intense. Like 14 inches, that's a lot. Bro, I mean, I, I've heard the stories women say like, that's not gonna fit on me. And you don't get pussy that night. And now you blown. You can't do nothing about that. She can't even put her mouth around it. You blown. Well, you know, it's funny because I seen, I seen uh, one. Of, I, I don't know if they follow us, but somebody that uh, that that commented on that tweet and they hit like the the thinking face. They was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a female, and I was like, yeah. I was like, listen, listen, man. Dude, God, God, God bless you with what He blessed you with, and you can handle anything. But I just, I said, I thank God for everything He's given me because I don't know if I can handle other people's situations. I I love my problems because they're mine. Yeah. I don't want I don't want your problems, Briss. I don't want the next man problems. I don't want and, and that goes the same hand. I don't want his blessings. I don't want your blessings. I want mine. And mm-hmm. I and I gotta love my problems because I don't think I can handle nobody else's shit. I really don't, man. I be seeing what people be going through, and I'm like, I don't know if I can get through that. But then some yeah. people look at me. And they'd be like, damn, I don't know how he fucking did. I don't know how he's still smiling. <laughs> you feel me? So micro penis. What, what do you think is a tougher problem? Micro penis or a or a super big penis? I think the micro is worse, man. Because at least you at least there's some novelty to the big dick, right? You can make <laughs> yeah. money. Well, time about every time, every time <laughs> I have flashbacks of the nigga Kevin Samuels. You got a big dick. He said, I got I got a big dick. I know I got a big dick. But there's no like, I don't know. You can make more money with a big penis as a versus a little penis. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I think about um in the movie The Godfather Two, right? They go to Cuba and there's like a show where it's like the Elephant Man. He yeah. got a big ass dick, and he's a whole show about this dude with this big ass dick. So like, it's more novelty in that. Like, you could sell that. That you can't sell a little dick. Like, no one's buying that. <laughs> like someone's buying it, but not as many people as buying the big game. Like no one's going to watch midgets play basketball. They're watching the six foot eight people play basketball. You're right, because he could dunk, you know what I'm saying? You can just do more with it. Hmm. <laughs> this nigga Kevin Samuels can't I'm still weak off this nigga Kevin Samuels, son. He was like, he was like you got a big dick. He said, he said, he said it's above average. He said average, no. Is it big? <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? I mean, based off this new information, he might he might be he might have a big dick. Hey, if the way, it's the just bar, the way he said it. It was like it was his accent or whatever. I don't know. That should be having me weak, bro. Yeah, man. It's like, like, and 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 always quit. Like, bro, the biggest titties ain't the best titties. Nah, because I'm trying to probably hurts her. Bro, how many women have got breast reductions? How many women have got breast? I knew girls in high school got breast reductions. So yeah. it ain't always, it ain't about the size. That's what these people, that's a people put themselves in cages and don't want to free themselves. We we keep talking about releasing the shackles. Release yourself from the shackles. Facts. You put yourself about an uh, inch or a, a bra size, or you want to have a 44-inch hips or whatever. That's you're you're caging yourself. You're caging yourself. You feel me? 
Some women's breasts go up with their size when they gain weight, when they gain weight to get big, when they lose weight again. Some women's butts, everything. It's, 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 come on, man. People get too hung up on this physical form. You are a soul having a, a physical experience. You can't identify too much with your body, especially in things you can't change. Because yeah. I'm black. I'm black. I cannot change my skin. Now, if I try to change my skin, I'm going to look fucking crazy. I'm going to look like Sammy Sosa. Yeah. He's... That's Marvel Talks is a, is a, is a, is a non-body shaming, pro-love, love yourself podcast, man. Because I'm telling you, is you can free yourself. I was in a, I was in a cage. I was so scared. I remember when, when I didn't know what my dick was really not, I was so scared to even show a girl. And you know how much head I missed out on? <laughs> <laughs> Bitches could have been sucking my dick. And I was so worried about whether it was big or if it wasn't big. When girls would just wanted to suck it. She didn't even know about big dicks or little dicks at that point. She just was going to suck yeah. whatever I pulled out. Like, yeah. once I realized that there was people with little dicks getting dick sucks, I was like, why am I not getting my dicks? Because I'm nervous. It's a nasty game, man. Oh, she's gonna make fun of me. And and I had and I also just I heard the best comeback ever. Shawty was trying to blast the nigga, like, man. I guess he exposed that she gave him head. She was like, man, your dick is little. He was like, you still sucked it. And she didn't have nothing to say. He knew it was small before she well, she saw it was small when she when he pulled it out, and she still sucked it. So Listen, and like a great a great porn star once said, got a little dick, get some more money. Facts. You got a big dick. Really you know what I'm saying? It'll balance out, man. It'll balance out. <laughs> I, don't, I need another truly. <laughs> no plug. Matter of fact, we might have bleeped it out. <laughs> shout out to shout out to everybody that's uh doing what they need to do with what they got, man. Yeah, man, love yourself. Love yourself. So uh, let's let's transition, man. You know what? Uh, what if you know what topics you got this week? Or we can go right into the topic. Of I want to talk about a few things, though, man. Yeah, let's go. Kirk Franklin cussing his son out. I didn't feel no wrong with it. I mean, listen, I've been cursed out. I've been cursed out. So yes, I understand that is a shock that a man of the of the cloth, Christian man, yeah, would use such vulgar and violent language. Mm-hmm. But he is a man. Yes, he is, and he's a human. And I never thought for one second that Kurt Franklin was perfect. So him getting, you know, what I'm saying it, it didn't it didn't blow me. Like it probably blew some people. It didn't blow. Me. I understand. You know what I'm saying? Um, plus, the man is 33 years old. Yes, that's a grown man. That's a grown man. Well, like, and he cursed back. This is. And we need we need more information. What did what did he do to make Kurt curse him out like that? Well, Kurt tried to say that they've had problems, and you know that's you know he probably he said he felt like he was disrespected, and when you feel like you're disrespected, sometimes you you come back with disrespect. But I saw a response that to the to Kurt to it, and he was like, Kurt Franklin called his son a bitch ass, and he was like. Kurt Franklin's son also recorded him and put it out. That's bitch Sounds ass like shit. some bitch ass shit to me. That's some bitch ass shit. You know what I'm saying? So was he wrong? You know what I'm saying? And obviously we want we want people to communicate with their children and their and communicate better than that. But 
I wasn't too I wasn't too shocked and, and too blown about that. You know, shout out to Kurt Franklin. Great music. Continue doing your thing. He had a really fire tiny desk. Oh yes, it was very good. Shout out to Melodies from Heaven. Um, Salt Bay, putting pieces of meat in men's mouth. No, not putting meat in mouth. So the conversation yeah, started. Pause, pause that, pause that. Pause, pause, no homo, no homo. So everybody knows this guy Salt Bay, uh, Neuroset, whatever he uh, owns a bunch of restaurants in Dubai and throughout the world. He does a thing where he sprinkles salt on some meat that he just cut, pause, beef or pork, whatever the fuck he cuts. And he puts it on the end of a, a, a knife and he extends it to people and they, and they open their mouth and they receive it. <laughs> Now, the conversation started because it was a female who was next to her, significant other, and he did that. And it was and people were talking about, well, what type of nigga would just let a nigga put some meat in a, in a girl mouth? First of all, you go to this dinner, you know what the fuck is going to happen. Yeah, it's like you're going to a hibachi. That's part of the show. Yeah. You know, you go to hibachi, they're going to say, open your mouth, they're going to flip some shrimp up in the air. You're supposed to catch it in your mouth. Yeah. Okay? Now, this, them, so we went from there, and you know what I'm saying, people debating that. Then it was like, there's some videos of some men refusing to let Salt Bay pause no homo. <laughs> His name is fucking no homo. You feel me? They uh, they saw him putting uh, refusing to allow the man to put the, the piece of meat in their mouth. No homo. And people was like, and what I took some exception to is I'm trying to say is like, dang, your heterosexuality heterosexuality so fragile. You can't even enjoy yourself. I'm like, no. How about this? You talked about it before. Men can be uncomfortable too. If I'm not comfortable with a man with a sword putting a piece of flesh in my mouth, I don't have to do it. And that doesn't mean I hate gay people because I'm not letting this man put a piece of meat in my mouth. Okay? Yeah. Okay? Now, you can feel how you way you want to feel about it, but I would do just like a lot. I've seen Amari Cooper. Uh, he, he was like, no, I'm good. I would, I'm not letting that happen. Yeah. Because I don't feel, first of all, you have a sword that you're putting above me. I feel uncomfortable. I would, just like this, the meat, the pause, the meat coming, no homo. I'm grabbing it <laughs> and I'm biting it. You feel me? Women, women, women have, women don't like overly aggressive men with their penis. If you just try to shove your dick in a girl's face, is she gonna be like, yo, relax? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. How yeah, you- man, it's not, it's not, it's not homophobic to not have one or a grown man feeding you meat. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that. It's not like he just handing you the piece of meat. He's like dropping it in your mouth like a bird. Like, it's okay to not feel comfortable doing that. Yes, I'm a boy. Yes, yes, men can men have taken it probably places where it didn't need to be. You know. Yeah, of course, like men do. But uh, if a man don't want to be fair like that, then that's his prerogative. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, Indeed. Uh, I've heard, and I've heard like the food ain't that fire, but it's whatever. Yeah, man. It's like I said, I feel like a lot of that is the show. He got popping for like Yeah, his, man. Like, yeah. So later. It's like, would you want, like, I understand why a man wouldn't want to get, wouldn't want to drive the boat with his, with his boy. Yes, I'm not, I'm, bro. That's weird, son. I'm not driving the boat. That's not, that's even, like, that's, even that's, back that's, in the day when like. It's just rules. They're just rules. Those, yes. Like you said, there's rules of uh, heterosexuality. Yes, bro. There's, listen, if, there's some shit that if you do, you're now bisexual. Okay. I didn't make the rules. If you yeah. let a nigga, another nigga feed you meat, 
You're sus. And we, that's the word. You're sus. Not that you're gay. Just you're suspect. <laughs> you are suspected. I suspect that if you let a man do that, what else? It's just a suspect. You I, don't challenge, I don't challenge any grown woman to sit here and tell me that they wouldn't look at, look at a nigga different if he was getting he was driving. You won't call him sus. You're not gonna call him gay. It's just sus. I'm not calling a nigga gay. Even it's if sus. you don't call him sus, your your eyebrows are gonna go up. Like that's sus. Mm-hmm. Don't squint your face. It's okay. It's okay. Like we're okay with those double standards. Yes, man, and and it's fine. Just like you said before, men are allowed to be uncomfortable with things. Okay, you are allowed to be uncomfortable. Um. What else is going on in the world? It was Quincy Jones' birthday. Pass shout out to Quincy Jones. Happy birthday. If you haven't watched the documentary, Quincy, that's on Netflix, go watch it. I promise you. It's historical, and you just realize, like, all the shit that man has done. Hopefully nothing comes out about him after he dies that might ruin his legacy because he has one of the greatest legacies in music of all time. Oh, uh, what else is going on? Wasn't there something? I'm missing something that we talked about before. What was it? Uh, the Queens. Queen, Queen, Queen Megan. Uh, oh, yeah, Megan Thee Stallion. Grammys last night. The Grammys was last Grammys, night. Yeah. And she showed out, you know, Cardi B and her, they did WAP. That was a good segue. We went from Quincy Jones to the Grammys. It was a good segue. Yeah. So, you know, just recording on Monday, so yesterday, Sunday, I didn't watch the Grammys, but the Grammys was last night. You know, Cardi B uh, performed WAP, you know, for the first time, her and Megan. You know, white, white conservatives were shaking in their boots. Um, yes, man. You know, you know what's funny? It's funny you said that conservative people are shaking in their boots. The whole time, they're the people that have people tied up in their basement that they've been fucking for like 11 years. Listen. It's always the loudest that is the most guilty. Speaking of being the loudest and being the most guilty, <laughs> the Vatican, you know, said they wouldn't, uh, the Vatican, which is the, the holy grounds for, you know, the Catholic religion, um, they said they decree that the Catholic Church cannot bless same-sex unions since God cannot bless sin. Look at the, look at the pot. Look at the pot calling the kettle. Who are you to judge these people for wanting to live their lives together and get the benefits that the government gives you for being married? Because you don't want to bless your church. I'm not even mad if you don't like gay people marrying gay people. But y'all the same niggas. Bro. I be moving around these diddlers and these pedophiles and shit when shit go wrong. You know what I'm saying? Nick, them, them Catholic priests be fucking them little boys, man. And you don't do nothing but move into another church. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, nah, son, that's not rocking. And first off, the Catholic religion, way back in the way back days, you know, they they've been fucking each other. You know what I'm saying? Like in Italy and France and and you know Rome and you know Sparta, they were fucking each other. Homosexuality was part of life. It's crazy. It's it's just like it's like like you said, the pot calling the kettle black, bro. But it's like. It's crazy that you doing this be like, yo, bro, we know who you are. Y'all have y'all the ones that priests fuck kids and y'all just send them to another church because it's got too hot at that church. The block is hot. We gotta get off the block. It's like a nigga did a shootout. It's like, oh nigga, we gotta go, we gotta go inside for a while. And then you come right back to the same block and fuck some more kids. You know what I'm saying? This has been covered up. People have been paid money. This is not a secret. Everyone knows that there's a lot of 
um, molestation that goes on in the Catholic Church. And for the, the Catholic Church, who is probably one of the most hypocritical and, and, and powerful institutions in the Pope, who's the leader of the church, come on, say, now we don't like this. How about you come out and talk about all the shit that you've done throughout the years? We ain't gonna talk about the Crusades and motherfucking killing us, all y'all killing y'all did in the name of Jesus. You feel me? But y'all worried about y'all worried about Ted and Dan wanted to get to, uh, wanted to file as a <laughs> as a couple on their taxes. And it's like, okay, does it even matter at this point? Niggas are gonna get married regardless. So what is the what is the de- decree from them matter? You know, people. I mean, if 2020 have showed anything, man, like you got one life to live, and you can't be waiting on other people to do it, bro. Yeah, man, bro. If I loved. If I was in love with a man and I wanted to get married. Get fucking married. Get married, bro. Like, especially, but it's it's crazy because a lot of people were raised Catholic. They they believe in the faith, they believe in the stories of the Bible and all that stuff. And for some and for the leader of your faith to come out and just talk, you know what I'm saying, to come down on you, it's it's just probably fucked up. And you know, like I said, I I don't know much about Catholic religion. I'm not Catholic. Um, but you know, the Pope, you know what I'm saying? Let let them people. Bless them people, marriage. Bless them people, marriage. I think that's the thing with people. I think 2021, there's going to be a lot of truth coming out about a lot of shit. People people are like, are not going for the hypocrisy anymore. I can never say that word. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's, It's hypocrisy. Aren't you, aren't you these niggas? Like, you know, being a, you know, being a gay show woman that was in, in the media, you know, I'm starting to see like, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement. They're shysty, bro. Mm. You know, they've been, they got money out here and they got a lot of money donated and they ain't been putting the money back in the community. Are you trying you know? to say, <laughs> he said, Pooh, I know you shysty, but Pooh, you know I'm really shysty? I actually tweeted that, bro. Like, the America's fucking theme song should be back in blood. Because what they'll come do, you do anything to America, they'll they come get, get it back, back in blood. In blood, son. You know? Shout to, That's shout very to. true. That's very true, man. They're going to get everything back in blood. Every, and more. Fucking mean. But, son, Pooh shout out to Pooh Shout out to Dom again. Second shout out to the show. Shout out to Thinking Out Loud podcast. If you guys ain't checked that out. Um, But, Thank him for, we was riding with him and he was playing that because Shicey said a lot of real shit. He said, nigga, how you gonna wear that nigga T? And, 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 and you know the nigga that killed him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, that, sir. You know, that's why it's a lot of, it's a lot of, conf, a lot of uh, confliction I feel about seeking revenge and things of that nature. Cause it's like, I get it. Like, it's hard for you. It's hard for you to make a stand on some things if you're not trying to get your eye for eye. You know what I'm saying? It, but but you know, America gonna get they they gonna get they blood. They gonna get that get back. You know what I'm saying? But BLM, see, that's why um, it's hard for me to actually put my support fully behind things, right? Because I I know that people are nefarious. People do fucked up things, and people are deceitful, and people are opportunists. Opportunists. Yeah. So I can see, I can hundred percent see the leaders and the founders of Black Black Lives Matter, who I don't know who they are by. The three three black women, I don't know their names. Okay, but I can see that even if they are not a 
part of it. I could see people using Black Lives Matter to manipulate and benefit themselves, to steal money, to to cause to cause hysteria, to cause confusion. You know what I'm saying? They always talk about um, protesters that are like fake protesters decide to incite riots. Like I'm saying, like we know that the people, these methods are deep. The way that they try to infiltrate and, 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 and put out misinformation and all the fake news, you know what I'm saying? Like it's real. So it, it makes you question your reality. Like we talked about something before that we won't talk about right now, but some things that if I found out were lies, it would shake the way that I, it would shake my reality. It would make me question more than I already do. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes yeah. I live in bliss. I live in ignorance because it's like me finding that out, it's just going to ruin, it's going to ruin everything. If I yeah, found man. out that Hennessy owns slaves and still owns slaves, I'm going to be like, nigga, I can't even enjoy Hennessy no more. <laughs> That'd be tough, son. Like if there was nigga, if it was niggas, Any in my nigga? it was niggas in the basement brewing that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's like, of course, we should always seek the truth. But it's just like, I feel like as you get older, every, 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 a lot of the things that we believed and like held on to and like kind of identify with, it's just like slowly being ripped away from us, you know? Until we're just left with what? What are we left with? Nothing, bro. White supremacy. What are we left with? Life is crazy, bro. Life is crazy, man. You just gotta live it and just like I got listen. You just gotta take emotion out of things and just sit back and just get all the information and make your decision about it. I think 2020, we were very emotional with all the shit that was going on. You know, of course, you know when black people get killed by police and whatnot, and you know <laughs> pandemic and shit like that. And now 20 at the end of 2020 and 2021, we're I want everybody to just be unemotional about things and take things as it comes and get the full information and see both sides on things. But see, it's like, how do you even know what's true? Get all the information and then make your decision. There you but, go. And just do what you feel. Yeah. Because look at both sides of the look at both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, look at, look at both. Look at Fox. Look yeah. at MSNBC. We gotta watch Fox, man. We gotta watch Fox. Oh, I watch, listen, every day I go to CNN, then I go to Fox. And then like, if I really just want to like follow something, I'll go to MSNBC. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, like you gotta get both sides and then like see what- Also, the, you know, use your, use your, you know, uh, use your Twitter for good sometimes, you know, look at independent news sources, you know, not, not your mainstream news sources because they always got, you know, they're they're nasty too. Even Fox and CNN's nasty. You know what I'm saying? Go to your independent news sources. Go to local news. Local news is gonna give you the real truth, regardless. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. And then go get it back in blood. That's what I'm saying, bro. At the end of the day. <laughs> uh so I think today I wanna I wanna, you know, we haven't had a real topic in a while. Um, just because you know. We've been getting better at this thing, you know. You know where we go takes us to wherever we go, but you know I want to bring it back to that conversation you brought earlier. Uh, you're keeping fucking Terry about, you know, your 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 spot. Are you the first or the second? You know what I'm saying? Mm. And you know, people on both sides, men and women, love to say, "Know your worth." Oh yeah. But what really? How do you really know what your worth is? The market. What determines that? 
the market. I don't know. I don't. I. I don't know. I just want to have an open conversation. I know in business, what determines your worth is the market. Yeah. And you know what somebody will pay for you or pay for your services. You know, your you worth. You can have a shirt that's you sell it for a hundred dollars, but niggas ain't paying a hundred dollars for it because they don't believe your work. Your shirt is worth a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But you well, do this in relationships. What deems your worth? How do you know what you're worth? Um, you got, you got. I think you got to think about the things that really kind of will devalue you. Like everybody talk about their worth, and like I want people to have self esteem, but I also want people to be real. Know yeah. your worth. I'm worth my. And like it, it, it seems like all the motherfuckers always talk about worth. Be worthless. That's what I see. Like motherfuckers talk about. It's like motherfuckers talk about shit. But you don't, you ain't never did it. You ain't never done it. You ain't never, like, that's why I, I don't talk about something. I don't talk about, I don't want to talk about plastic surgery so much because I don't fuck with with plastic surgery and I'm not around with plastic surgery, right? Yeah. So, but everyone does have a sense of self-worth, but some people need to kind of understand what's actually valuable and what's not valuable, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, morals are valuable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The decisions you've made in the past affect your value today. If you chose to get a tattoo of Jermaine on your neck and Jermaine is doing 10 years in prison, Mm -hmm. I think your value is a little lower. Because guess what Jermaine value is? Jermaine value, now we're not going to go into the prison industrial complex, but let's just say he deserves to be there. Sure. Jermaine is worth about 43 cents a day. Okay. And you got him on your neck. You picked the wrong nigga name to get tatted on your neck. Yeah, yeah. Then, let's say this, then you go to an artist to get it covered up. They do a shitty ass cover up because you didn't pay them. You didn't go to artists that might have been more expensive, but it's better. And now you got a shitty cover up of Jermaine on your neck. I think that I think that person and Jermaine, let's just say Jermaine is dating Mark. And Mark is the one, Mark is the one that yeah, Mark. Yeah, he's dating Mark. Because I don't want to just come in women all the time. You know what I'm saying? I want to like not just direct like because I don't hate women. I'm not a woman hater, right? I'm yeah. not a woman. So let's yeah. just say Mark. Mark got a Jermaine tattoo that's covered up with a bad cover up. His worth is not what he thinks his worth is. That it's crazy that you can think that, but a bad tattoo decreases your worth. Yeah. Hold up. Keep talking. I'm about to go get my charger for my computer. Go ahead. A bad tattoo decreases. So, and it's this thing about like a bad, if you sign up for a bad loan, a bad home loan, a bad car loan, you, you're in more debt. Your worth is less. But I think when, when Bruce was talking about this, you know your worth, it's like what you will accept and what you won't accept. No one wants to accept less than what they're worth. But being realistic about your worth is really hard. This is what I just said. I said, no one really wants to accept less than their worth. Yes. But actually, but actually knowing your worth is really hard. So it's like some people have like an inflated sense of who they really are. And they be yeah. walking around here thinking they're this when they're really not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, listen, I mean, life, life in the market is going to tell you and self-awareness is going to tell you what your worth is. Okay, bro? Like, if you know, so you're, you're in a dating field, you know, or whoever's in a dating field, you know you got crooked teeth. You need to be self-evaluate yourself. Like, Lord, 
that, that's gonna take a little things off my off my level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like teeth hurt. You know, if you got a micro penis or big or big dick, that's gonna take some. Wow, yeah. Micro penis is gonna take you down, and then like the the elephantitis dick is also gonna take you down. Yeah, like okay. So you don't want to be on the, the, the you don't want to be on the end of the spectrum when it comes to like physical things. Yeah, because yeah. it makes it makes you very it's a hard sell because you know it's like it's like the what they say the um the key that can open any lock is the master key, yeah. but a, a, key, a lock that can be open with any key is a shitty lock, right? Yeah. So you want to kind of have the master key to life, and if you have right. the master key in the dating field. You just so happen to have a master key. Master key, your worth is more. Yeah. If you man, got a, I, if you got a key that can only work on a few locks, you know what I'm saying I guess, I guess you only is maybe you're only as it's not about your worth, it's about your options. Is your worth determined by your options? Your that's worth a, is oh, for that's sure. That's that's a bar. If we're bar. building if we're building the equation for worth. Of human worth, <laughs> which is so fucked up to do, but it's your options is included mm. in. Like, how many people want you? That's why when we talk about last week, it's like that's what women want the most. Like, not women, but that's how some women feed their ego is by yeah. getting as much attention and as much as many people want to fuck them. It increases their worth on the market because it's like, look, the him, 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 her, 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 her want me. What do you bring to the table? Are you sta- yeah. how are you stacking up to them? That's how you leverage your position, right? Like, look, I got these offers. What do you bring to the table? Leverage. That's very important in terms of your worth. You know what I'm saying? So as people say they know their worth, they be saying they be using they know their worth in terms of they 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 fuck good. That's one part of the equation. Yes. Or you look good, or you look good, or you stay you stay fit or whatever. Those are one part. This is this worth is a multi-factor. Uh, yes, it's, a, it's an equation. It's an equation. You know what I'm saying? So you know, having options and that that once you figure out your worth, that helps in your leverage and giving out your worth, telling people your worth is. But say, but right, okay. How about this? But like, so the worth is a big thing. So especially when dating, right? Some people get the deal that they're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. They leverage their worth. They get the person that they thought was right for them, right? But but some people did that, and then just make a sports analogy. But they don't never win no championships. They made all the money that they could have got. They got all of the assets, all of the all of the the worth. They leverage their worth to the max. They mm-hmm. got the biggest contract. They got the best trips, the best house, the best cars, the best clothes, whatever, right? But then they don't ever win a championship. You know what I'm saying? They're they're the physically abusing relationship, or they're mentally abused, mm-hmm. or they're you know what I'm saying, or they're emotionally abused, or they're neglected, or they're cheated on, or you know what I'm saying. And I don't like to go all the dark places, but let's just say that you leverage it that way. But then there's like that's when the intangible things come in, the things yeah. that the things that aren't physical, the things that aren't material come in. It's like you got to leverage your worth, not just for material things. You got to leverage your worth. Well, I think I think. If you're talking about non-tangible things and such as like they didn't win the ring and there's something really wrong with the person that they got with after they leverage, yeah, that's usually what happen, contracts happen. We keep in their sports, 
you signed that big contract and then year three down, you know, year three, sitting out rocking like you thought it was, you know what I'm saying? There was a defect yeah. that, that wasn't signed. You didn't see it when you signed a contract and that's fine. They're not bringing in no help. Yeah. <laughs> They're not bringing in, exactly, you know what I'm saying? But then that's where you can either, that's part of your self-worth of knowing I'm not going to take that. That's part of your equation though. I agree with that. I feel like a lot of people do have worth, but I do know for a fact a lot I of people- I feel like a lot of people have worth. I feel like a lot of people do have worth. Like a lot of people- That's just a funny, se- funny statement to say. <laughs> but no, but I say that to say, because I think there are worthless people though. There are people that are worthless, lazy, didn't learn nothing. Like this is, I'm going to talk about women now since I talked about men before an example. There are some women who don't know how, who don't keep a clean house. Uh-huh. They don't have any education. They don't have any dreams or aspirations. They, they, they're, they're physic, they're verbally abusive to their children themselves. They don't know love, right? And this is all circumstantial. So like they, this is the environment they've grown up in, but they've had opportunities to change the circumstance, but they choose to live in the cycle that they had, right? They, they're, they're bad people. They don't have good spirit. They're, they're mean to other people. They're not good spirited. All the hate that they receive, they just give back out. Like these people, man or woman, that's a worthless person to me. Okay. You you are you're evil in your nature. You only put out negative things. You use people. Like these people don't have now. Now guess what? This person might be attractive as hell physically. Uh-huh. But you wouldn't know until you get close to them. And by the time you're close to them, they done grabbed a hold of you and then brought you down. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like. It really comes down to like the worth and leveraging your worth. Like that's cool. Leveraging your worth, getting all you can get out of life, especially when you find a partner, boom. But I think the worth really it is crazy that always comes. It's about your values and your morals. The decisions you make when no one's watching. You know what I'm saying? The decisions you make with people you don't even really like that much. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't show me what the decisions someone makes when times are good. Show me decisions they make when shit's fucked up. That's your real worth. Cause anybody can anybody can be riding on a high and be happy and be a good person, but like your worth is really based on, you know what I'm saying. But listen, what I'm saying I'm a handsome nigga, right? Mm-hmm. But I've not been the best nigga. I have <laughs> I've been I've not been a good person. Like and me leaning, I'm not trying to say like I'm the sexist nigga a lot, but I'm just trying to say me leaning on some of my God given things and talents has has in the past left me lacking in some things where I realized like, damn nigga, you've been leaning on nigga. You, you just don't got to study, but then you getting, you don't do well on the test because on the past few tests, you pass. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, mm, I don't even know where I was going with that, but it's just like, yo, bro. <laughs> I was just trying to say like, I, I myself, I'm being critical of myself now. So you say, um, I know that I, my worth could have been higher in the past if I had made myself more well-rounded, but I chose to lean on the things I was already good at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And and didn't grow. Boom. Okay. Growth is possible. And you can increase your worth if you go, if you work on the areas that you're weak in. Well, that, that I mean, that should be understand. That should be, you know, something you should already do anyways, because that's how you increase your, your leverage. Mm-hmm. If you're self-aware that, you know, uh, I'm not in the best of shape. I might have a pretty face. I got a little bread. 
you know, I got a crib. I'm a good human being. I take care of myself and whatnot. Uh, you know, I ain't rude to people, but I, I can lose about 10, 15 pounds. That's self-awareness that helps you in negotiations. You know what I'm saying? That can give you, and that can increase your options, which increases your worth. Because mm -hmm. like we said, you know, the more options you have, it, it, it shows that, you know, people uh, want you more. You know, the more options you have, it helps in your negotiation field, you know, in that negotiation period when you're talking to people. Like, you know what? I got five niggas, a woman got five niggas I want them. Why am I fucking with you and dealing with your shit when I got four other suitors that can give me all the same things and treat me better than you do? But see, use that scenario, right? That scenario of the five niggas, right? She got a favorite out of those five niggas, right? Yeah. She has someone that she just, she can't know. She doesn't know why or the reason. She just likes that one more. Okay. It could be, it could be because they have similar backgrounds. It could be from any reason, right? He might not be the one, the best one out of the five. Most likely, yeah. and we've seen this, especially when you involve emotions, he's not going to be the best one out of the five. He's just the one that she likes the most. Sure. I mean, that's part of, that's part of negotiations. I mean, like, sports analogies you know throughout this whole episode i mean somebody might offer a team might offer you more money but you want to go play in florida mm -hmm. you know mellow you know my man mellow uh he could have went and played it with chicago when they were with d rose and a, a really good playoff team but mm -hmm. the knicks offered him more money and mm -hmm. made his choice so if you're as long as you stand in your choice I can't be mad at you know at the decision you made during negotiation periods. Yeah, 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 but I think it's what you really ask. Like, it's really about about making the best choice and then being able to live with your decision, right? Because like knowing your worth, you got to know your worth because basically you're trying to make a deal. Yeah, you're trying to make a deal. You're trying to make a deal with your mate. You're trying to make a deal with yourself. You're trying to make a deal. So like, you want to be able to live with your decision and you want to be happy with your decision. And just like Jay Z said, you got to learn to live with regrets. Say you do marry that nigga that you thought was a nigga, but then 20 years from now, you're like, fuck, this was the wrong nigga. <laughs> or this was That's the wrong nigga. 20 nigga. years is tough, though. That's tough. But see, it happens. How many people are with somebody for 20 years and then leave them? I might, I might go to depression off that joint. Bro, it happens all the time. 20 it years ago. It happened to my parents. It happened to a lot of people's parents. People are married for 20 years and they call it quits. You know what I'm saying? 20 years probably flies. 20 years flies probably, probably just went like 20 years goes fast. Nice. 20 years goes faster than you think. But it's like, especially now, when I guess we're we're in, we're from 25, 35 years old, right? People are trying to get the best deal they can. They're trying to find the best girl, the best guy, the best job, the best city, the best, you know what I'm saying? They want to, they want to, they want to maximize everything for themselves, as you should as a human. You know what I'm saying? You want to live a good, especially we're American. We live in America. We want to have the best, highest standard of living and, and balance that out with happiness. Mm -hmm. So knowing your worth goes a long way. But I just hate that most of the people talking about worth are worthless motherfuckers. Oh, they don't, they don't bring much to the table. That's usually what happens. You know what I'm saying? People evaluate your, uh, not evaluate, they, uh, they inflate their worth mm -hmm. when, you know, you might have one good season. And now you think you're a hundred Yeah, bro, you blew your knee up. Like you just got a fat ass. What makes you what, what makes you a top exactly, five player? See, and that's and that's what and that's a good you made a good point there. You gotta know what that what assets are gonna appreciate and depreciate. Mm -hmm. That ass might sag, them titties might sag, that nigga dick might stop working. 
his fuck, you know what I'm saying? Hairline might go. Your looks might go. Your teeth might fall. You know what I'm saying? You could get in an accident, lose your, you know what I'm saying? That's why I feel like investing in the intangible things, things that can't just be taken away so easily. Mm-hmm. Money can be taken away easily. Make a bad, don't pay Uncle Sam. You know what I'm saying? Make a, bad, make a bad deal. Shit, put your money in the wrong bank. Put your money in the wrong investment. You feel me? Money goes. You talk to all these people that got it. It's about people that had it and lost it. You feel me? Yeah. You, we can even use it on short term. Look at all the, the people in high school that look good as hell. You look at them like, damn, what happened? You know what I'm saying? And um, I mean, the, the knowing your worth is important. And like people are of substance, are worth. And I feel like I feel like this is more like, that's more of a woman saying. Niggas, I ain't never heard a nigga say know your worth. I've been telling um, my kings to know his worth. Well, that's because you learned that like that's a that's a that's a word that's a word that um can actually help men that haven't been and men haven't thought in that way before. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and, and it's actually beneficial for a man to actually know his worth. Don't be with that. Son, don't be with her, man. Like, son, you you're worth more than that. Because women bring niggas down too. I saw I saw somewhere saying that I saw someone say that. Uh, Men don't have real conversations when they man's on bullshit. And I'm like, y'all don't, don't know men's relationship. Listen, like, they don't fucking know. They're just saying this is something that sounds good. Because I'll say this. I used to hate back in the day when niggas would just talk so recklessly in front of girls, right? Yeah. Niggas would say the most crazy shit like, yes, yeah, and we train that bitch. Nigga, she sucked my dick. Nigga, I came in her mouth. Yeah, nigga, I'm texting her and I'm texting her. And they would do this while girls were sitting in the room. And I think niggas did it because they were trying to impress the girl. But it made it gave women a sense that they were in on niggas' conversations. And mm-hmm. and I and I don't think that just like we will never been, I've never, I've only been there for like a few real conversations where it was like me and then like a bunch of women, and I felt like they were talking like I wasn't there. But those instances where women heard niggas talk amongst each other, they were never good in positive conversations. Like I never. <laughs> I, I'm trying to say, like, every time a girl would be in the room and niggas saying some shit, I'm like, they think they know niggas now. They think they think they think that they got to look into a nigga mind. They got to look into probably a lot of how men were thinking at that time. But, bro, we have real conversations about real things, about deep things, about what's best for ourselves and what's what we really should have nigga. Niggas might say, nigga, you need to stop. Stop trying to just chase pussy. Bro. Like, you need to stop just trying to fuck everything. Bro. Like, you need to just yeah. stop. Like niggas, niggas will say that to each other, and I think women want to know that because they just want to fucking know everything. They want to know everything. <laughs> you don't need. Yeah, them. we don't. We don't. Most real, real friends, real guy friends, we don't put our conversations on on social media for the information to be known. You know what I'm saying? Like it's usually group chats or a person. Yeah, like, man. Like trying to sell a nigga, and and sad it's not sad to say but i'll say that maybe we maybe men amongst each other we know a better way to do things i'm not gonna say that but it's just like um that's that's very true women i feel like especially as young women they've probably been in rooms with their brothers or dudes yeah. are like yo i know how niggas think i know how niggas talk you know when how niggas talk when they're being reckless yeah how about you sit down in a room full of men that are understand that bro i need to be more cautious i need to be more methodical i need to plan my moves better you know what i'm saying you know and and i think they would get a different insight on me 
The world is crazy, bro. Like, people just think they know shit when they don't, man. Like, I don't, like, the whole Know Your Worth conversation, I feel like that's that's a, a conversation that we evolve. You know, my, my, my thoughts might change tomorrow. Yes, for sure. But there's one thing for sure. You got to know which, what stuff is going to appreciate over time, what stuff is going to depreciate over time, what assets in the person. And like I said, it is a complex um, equation because... Things you might want now and you feel like are worth a lot now are going to be worth less when we're 35 and 40. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you talk about the ass and the titty, like the ass, the fat ass. Fat ass might be worth more to a 23-year-old man than it is to a 33-year-old man. And and even I, women, we, <laughs> you make it nothing. I said it might. Okay. And just like the big dick might be everything to the 22-year-old girl. When she get about 27, she's like, listen, I just want a nice size dick attached to a nigga that, that treat me good and, and take care of these, these kids I got from the big dick man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So everybody's and it's and you know what? I think knowing your worth, I've been thinking about this whole thing, the settle thing. Everyone talks about settling. You know what I'm saying? You gotta settle down. When are you gonna settle down? Are you gonna settle down? I don't wanna settle. People, I don't wanna settle. I'm never gonna settle. Everybody settles. Yeah, you shouldn't settle, but you should. No, that you don't want. They don't like the word settle. Some people don't settle. You're right. It's not about settling, but everybody makes compromises. Yeah, I said yeah. It's not settling. Compromising, like I compromise. I fuck with this nigga. But guess who? You know, you know who doesn't compromise? Real niggas. Real niggas don't compromise. They get what they want and they spit out the bones. Was the white man told you? Nah, this was this was a king in Africa told me this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you I get the I get the big piece of chicken and you fight over the scraps. Word, I mean, you know, you love life. That's that's the way of humans. That's the way of mammals. You know. Exactly. There, there can be only one king in the jungle. There's only one apex predator for real. Whew. Well. It's getting late, so I'm a I'm a I'm gonna hit the uh, black business of the week, uh, and you know, even though we we talked to, we talked about women this episode, I still love my black women, and uh, you know today I want to shout out to the the black woman who has her own tequila brand, exclusively you know a DMV native. Uh, her name is uh, Tiffany Hainsworth from DC. Uh, she is the first black woman to solely own her own tequila brand. Love it. Called T Capri Tequila. And what's even more doper about this uh, this brand is that she did some real um, American gangster shit, blue magic shit. She went Ooh. to the source uh, in Mexico to find the aguave and watch how that process is made. Make sure she picked the finest aguave. Make sure it got transported to the, the fermenting station and do the whole bottling process. And you know, make sure that she had a hand in every process of the you know tequila making pro, uh, you know, and her own tequila. Um, what I think is really fire. Like she used to, she's a DC native. You know, she used to work for the government for about thirty years or whatnot. And then you know, her life changed, so she decided to do something do something different and you know, of course she loves tequila and uh you know that gave her the initiative to make her own brand 
So I thought that was really fire because, you know, I love tequila too. And, you know, to be able to support, uh, you know, black women and black people, black business is something that I aspire to do, you know, um, daily. I'm wearing a shirt for my man, uh, Nick Fulcher, you know, Nick Chulo. He made this shirt off black, you know what I'm saying? Uh, trying to combat against the, the shit that, you know, Virgil be doing with the off-white shit. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't employ, you know, black people all the time, but, you know, he loves, you know, to take uh, our black dollars, but that's a different story for a different day. Um, but, you know, her tequila, tea Capri tequila is exclusively in Maryland and it's a couple of DC restaurants right now. But, you know, hopefully in the next year or two, it, she'll get more exposure you know, get her tequila across, you know, different uh, uh, alphabet stores across the nation. But, you know, we're in the DMV area. I'm going to be up there this weekend. Come holla at me. I'm going to go see if I can find out where we can get, you know, some of the tequila and support this black woman. Oh, yeah, we're going to find that tequila, man. Because you already know, that's, I'm a tequila nigga. Yeah, man. And you got to support the black woman. I'm a tequila nigga. Yeetie. So what you got for our uh, spiritual moment of the, uh, of the week? No. Um, wash your ass. I don't, I don't really have nothing. That's really true. I mean, shit. That's good enough, man. You oh, know? there you go. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Yeah. So, if cleanliness is next to godliness. Then what's filthiness and dirtiness? The devil, baby. Just the devil. So I just want everyone to be clean. You know what I'm saying? In your home and your your listen. I really look. I look at people's cars. If I get in your car. Or I come into your house, I'm judging you mm -hmm. on how clean your heart, how your bathroom, your toilet, your sink, your dishes, how it smells, air fresheners. And now, you know, no one's perfect. Obviously, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we have real lives that we live. Yeah. But I just really want everybody to remember cleanliness is next to God. Nothing makes you feel more, uh, nothing makes me feel more centered and at peace is when I have a clean home. I feel like I can think better. You know what I'm saying? A clean home. I don't like a dirty room, a dirty bed, just things thrown everywhere. I feel like it, it clogs, clogs my uh, my brain up and I can't think clear. You know what I'm saying? So no matter any circumstance you're in, listen, I used to live in a building. It was an older building, but I, I try to do my best to make sure that everything was clean and everything smelled good and everything did that. So this week, remember cleanliness is next to godliness. And if that's true, then what is filthiness next to? The devil. The devil. Talk about it. You know, before we clean, before we before we head out, you know, this pandemic, pandemic, really showed me that a lot of people were dirty. You know, oh. they they had the they had to have national PSAs for people to wash their hands. Crazy. They needed to publicly announce, <laughs> wash your hands before and after, and just wash your hands throughout the day as you touch shit. It's oh, it's despicable. It's despicable. Yeah, expose a lot of niggas out here, man. But um, I'm going to say thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Miles Talks, baby. The safe place where we keep a player every day, every week, every month, every year, man. Uh, follow us on all our social medias. You know, subscribe, subscribe, rate, review, share. Come fuck with the YouTube. Watch the YouTube. Come fuck with us, man. Uh, comment on that thing and, uh, you know, be a part of our journey, man. So I want to say thank you again for listening to another episode. Uh, and remember on a path to play them. There are three rules to success. Stay true to yourself. 
Stay true to the code. Stay dangerous. Uh, we'll see you next week, baby. Peace. Peace. Rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, motor talk is a celebration, bitches. Nahaim, I wish for you a hundred years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame the rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Look at how I'm chilling, I'm killing this. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Drink